Okay, everyone, this week is a special treat on the Excuse Me podcast. I am delighted and excited to have this incredible woman who is the former NWA Women's Champion that held the title for over 948 days. How much more badass could one become? Everyone, please welcome the amazing, talented, beautiful Jazz. Excuse me, everyone. This is Vicky Guerrero, and welcome to the Excuse Me podcast. And today, everyone, gosh, jolly, I mean, I am tickled to death that this badass woman who is just one of my favorite uh, wrestlers to to watch when I was uh, younger, <laughs> a lot younger. And I just, I love her to pieces, and I got to see her in action at the hybrid school. And let's welcome. The beautiful badassery Jazz. Hi, Jazz. Hi. <laughs> How are you today? I'm great. I'm great. Look, I was about to say, is Vicky gonna say she watched me when she was young, when she was a little girl? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, with Eddie, you know, being in the wrestling, I mean, you were just a favorite in our household and I know that I saw you at WCW a few times and Eddie would go to the show and you're just, you're gorgeous and you still are so beautiful. And I just admired you for everything you stood for in your work. Well, thank you, Vicki. Thank you so much. That means a lot coming from you. It really well, I, I have a lot it of respect really for you. Awesome. I, yeah, yes. so... For my followers and the fans and the people that are tuning in, um, let's just let's just catch them up to who you are. Um, you are uh, known, well, formerly known as Jazz, and uh, you were an ECW, WWE, NWA, and so you had quite the record. And the thing I remember most about you and watching you on TV, especially with ECW, is that you went against the guys a lot. Yes, I did. There were no girls there for a long time. So, yeah, I had to get roughed up by the guys. Well, you held yourself Which really was okay, well you know. <laughs> Whatever yes, brought the yes, dollar, right? cool Because working, working with the guys, you know, I mean, they toughened me up to there. I, I, that's how I became, I guess, a, a, a non-no-sense kind of a uh, myself when I got in the ring with the women, finally. Yeah, you know, I was looking back at some videos and I was doing research and you went against Steve uh, Carino and Jason Knight. Yes, yes. I, mean, when, I wrestled Carino quite a few times. Yeah, you know, and, and just for you to be able to hold yourself against the men, quite, you know, put you in quite the the elite level that, you know, you weren't someone that was just going to come with the fake nails and the long hair. You, you were there to work and, and give yourself a name. Yes, I was. Yes, I was. I had no choice because, you know, once you're out there, it's either nut up or shut up. So I had to <laughs> nut up. <laughs> um, and also in WWE, you were there for a little while and you were the two-time women's uh, yes. WWE champion. Um, how was that yes, transitioning? I mean, going from working with guys and then you got, you know, you were having opponents as yep. women. Yes, it was a big, um, a big difference there, you know, because with the man, I had to pretty much 
bring everything I had in the ring with them, you know, be extremely physical because they were a man. And, and Paul Lee didn't want it any other way. So, you know, he told him, don't treat me like a woman and told me to just to be, try my best to beat the crap out of them. So then once I um, went over to WWE, it, it, was, it was quite a difference. Um, I, I tell this story quite often. You know, I first started off working with Trish and Trish would come out the ring and like the next day she would be all bruised up. They asked her, are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm like, girl, like you need to do something. She's like, I know my iron is low. I'm like, you need to get on your iron pills. Like, please, before I lose my job. <laughs> <laughs> and also yes, too, to but it, it, was, it was fun. To continue your legacy, then you went to the NWA. Is that correct? And then you held the women's correct. champion for over, it was uh, 948 Over 900 days. days. Something like that, yes. Yeah. How is that even possible? I mean, yeah. how did they say, "Hey, when you get the title, you're gonna you're gonna hold it for like you know the next decade"? <laughs> no, um, actually, you know, I, I guess it was I um, had a lot to do with the uh, the ownership because when I went in there, there was another owner, Bruce Thorpe, okay. and and so I had to hold out until all the, you know dotting I's and crossing his T's and all that was completed. And then Billy took over. And meanwhile, while all that is going on, I'm still out here representing NWA Women's Champion and it's still title defenses, you know? <laughs> that's all I need to do, just keep wrestling. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Sorry, my dog's having a fit right now. I apologize. Um, so now you're married to Rodney Mack, who was formerly in WWE as well. Yes. And I met both of you, yes. well, I got to formally uh, meet you at the hybrid school of wrestling in San Antonio, Texas, when I was doing some work for the Salvation Army, um, which y'all make the cutest yeah. couple, by the way. Um, <laughs> Thank you. And just to let you know, we're no longer with HOT at this time. We actually have our own school. We started in Louisiana uh, about 10 years ago, and now we've started our own company here in San Antonio. So we're the Dog Pound Wrestling Dojo now. And we're okay. doing pretty, pretty damn good. That's amazing. Yeah, so put that in your notes. Dog pound. <laughs> got it. Got it. So how? Yeah, how did, dog pound dojo. That's exciting to me. Well, what I want to say was that when I saw you at the hybrid, the students had so yeah. much respect for you too. And, um, you know, of course, Funaki was there and it was just a great yes. environment because one, when I met the kids, they were so respectful and that's something that has to be mm -hmm. said because being working in independence and other shows, some kids are just yeah. oh disrespectful my God. and don't come the up worst. and shake yeah. their hand. <laughs> and you know, it's like, um, yeah. hey, hey, I, it's been about five yeah. hours. I'm gonna come to you and say, hi, how's that? You know, and they're like, oh yeah, yeah. hi. And I'm like, exactly. And you guys have just trained them so well. Yes, ma'am. You know, we, we're trying to um, teach them that we were taught, you know, and it's all about respect. Res respect your vets, you know, respect the locker room, respect your coaches, you know, your trainers. So without respect, I mean, that that's it's not too much you have in this business anyway. It's like respect your word, you know, that that's about it. Yes. <laughs> that's all you have in this business, you know. That's so right. you, you got to most definitely let that be the forefront. 
That's amazing. Now you and Rodney have two beautiful daughters, which I see their picture on Instagram. Um, are they into wrestling? Yeah, they are. And oh my goodness, they, they think they're so smart. You know, they, <laughs> they try to critique matches and we're like, just be quiet, but no, they actually love it. You know, one, they're, they're, they're saying that's what they want to do. So I'm, I'm trying to, uh, trying to convince them to do other things but Rodney says I'm a hypocrite so you know I, I try to stop that conversation <laughs> but, you know Jez you know as a mom of two girls you know I had one daughter Shaw who's into wrestling and the other one could care less about it she I guess because she grew up so much with yeah. all the injuries she didn't have an interest in it but you know you have to yeah you, you have to let them kind of make their own journey because I never wanted them to regret when yeah. they're 30 saying, man, mom, you shouldn't let me do what I wanted, you know, and, um, you know, and Correct. my daughter's experience was bad. You know I mean? She got hurt at the, you know, WWE performance center. And then now after six years, she's yeah. just coming back again. And now she's 30. So I can't wow. put her over my lap and spank her and say, don't do this, you know, cause you have to let them go. Yeah. Um, but it's in their yes. blood. Yes. Uh I'm dealing with it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, are they? Yes. And they'll, they'll be 12 uh, the 23rd of this month. So they're, oh my God, with wrestling and want to wear makeup and extensions and, oh my God, yeah. And let's, let's not forget the social media too. <laughs> oh my God, yes, yes. And the TikTok and, oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, they, so, yeah. well, the good, out. the good thing is that they're going to have two great coaches and trainers and two, you know, you and Rodney to give, give them the true lessons of what this business is all about and, yeah. and to guide them in the right way. And, you know, that brings me to yeah. my next question. Cause last weekend you said you had a camp at your school for all women, correct? Yes. Yes. So, yes. That fascinated me because I love how the women's division is starting to become their own, you know, where there's more emphasis on focusing on the women. And so how has on that been women, for yeah. you? Yeah. How has that been for you being, you know, from your legacy and teaching these new girls coming up? Well, first of all, I, I love the, the just giving back and, and teaching. That's, that, that's, my, that's my true calling right now since I'm no longer bumping. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, just, just to teach the girls, you know, and I feel every woman in this business need a mentor or, 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 or a woman leader, mentor, coach, trainer, however you want to call it. They need that in this business to be brought in the, the right way. And, and taught the right way because there's so many do's and don'ts that need to be taught that's not anymore, you know? And, and I have to tell them all the time that no one's going to give you anything, you know, like Amen. you really got to put in the work. I'm like, and they like, but you're jazz. I'm like, but I wasn't born jazz. That's my motto. I was not born jazz. I became jazz. <laughs> yeah, that's so, so find yourself. Yes, yes. But I, I love it with the women. I, I love it. It's, a, it's such a passion. And, you know, we all have a great bond with one another. You know, I'm, I'm like their mom and their aunt all in the same time. You know? <laughs> so tell me, Jazz, how, how does the school work? I mean, do y'all have a class that starts from one date and ends at a certain date? Or can kids 
you know, sign up and, and join the school anytime. Let's promote your school a little bit. Let's get the word out of how people can yes. join your school. So how does it all work? Yes, right? yes, they can. They can um, find me on Facebook. I'm on there with my shoot name, which is Carlene Begnell. Um, I'm on Twitter as Phenom underscore Jazz. Also have the uh, the Dog Pack Dojo on Twitter. The handle is at um, DP D, D yeah. Dojo for for L. Yeah, mm -hmm. DP Dojo for L. That's the handle for Twitter for the school. Okay. So you most definitely can reach out to me or Rodney through that. And what are the requirements? Yes, we take the re yeah, your requirements ahead. is to come and be prepared to work. That's the requirement. That's the only requirement we ask for you to come and be prepared to work. Um, we have actually working. Um, Rodney told me yesterday he have like two kids just signed up. One's twelve and one's fifteen. So. We're taking them all ages, yeah. So start them off young. If the parents are willing to trust us and, and let us partake and, and be in their trainers, we're, we're taking them in with open arms. That's amazing. So do y'all have, like, are y'all at capacity or um, are y'all separating? I mean, how does this work? Is it just always, um, the enrollment's always open or do y'all have like sessions where y'all open and close? They're all they're always open, but right now what we're doing, we're really considering ourselves a polishing pool. We're taking the ones that's been trained at these other facilities and and um, and having matches right now. We're taking them and polishing them up and and preparing them for the next level. Really, you know, focusing on the small detail things. You know, how to focus on a hard camera and a footwork and just you know teaching them exactly what what heat means and what a baby face actually supposed to do and how a heel supposed to act in the ring. So we're, we're really considering ourselves a polishing school. That's amazing. So do y'all have a show coming up or do y'all work with another promotion or how are y'all doing that with running shows? I know with COVID it's been kind of weird. But yes. Yeah, we're teamed up with um, SWE Fury TV. Um, there's a company based out here in Texas. We're actually having a show this weekend, this Saturday. Um, we're like the official training school for them as well. And every show they do like a little small count and like open tryouts. And so the ones that come there and don't get to actually be on the program to get to be on TV, a lot of times they come back to us and train with us so we can prepare them for the next show so they can go and do another tryout and try to get on on, on TV. So That's yes, amazing. we're we're loving it. Yes, yes, we're we're having a blast with it. So tell me, where are you located in San Antonio? So anyone that wants to write down the address. Yes, right now we're at the Rolling Oak Mall here in San Antonio, Texas. The Rolling Oak Mall. But also, I got a lot of other little things in the making, too. I'm teaming up with Thunder Rosa. I haven't announced it yet, but they're going to announce it at her show this Friday. Her and I are teaming up. We're going to have an all-girls school. Oh, my God. I love Thunder Rosa. I worked with her in AEW. Yes. She's amazing. She hustles. Yeah, she's a hustler, isn't she? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. So... 
her and I are going to get together and we're supposed to start it up in December and we're all excited about it. It's been so kayfabe here, but I'm like, I can tell you, Vicky. So you got the exclusive. <laughs> so you said you're going to do a school together. Is that out of the do Is that out of the yes. dog pound? That's going to be through the. Yeah, through it's still going to be oh. part of the dog pound dojo. Yeah, it's still going to be out of the pound dojo. But her and I are going to focus on doing all women. That's amazing. Training classes. It's yes. about time. Because, you know, sometimes the girl. You know, but we're still going to mix them up with the guys because I tell them all the time, you got to get in with the guys too because everywhere you go, everybody's going to work differently, you know. So don't get comfortable training with the same ones all the time. I like to mix them up. And, you know, we're so fortunate and we have a good relationship with different uh, schools in the area where um, a lot of times uh, other schools send their students that's graduated, they send them to us so we can polish them and, and help them to get to SWE Fury TV oh and, and or whatever else they have. Yes, I'm working, we're working with Alex Garcia, working with her, um, yes, yes. Uh, of course, you know, Thunder Rosa and I, we're, we're best of friends, work together, but we have, a, we have quite a few girls that you're gonna be hearing about very soon, Vicky. I, anytime you guys have a promotion or a show, hit me up. I will be happy to do a video clip for y'all and put it on my podcast so we can promote you guys. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah, you. So I this, sure will. I sure so will. Another, another thing I want to bring up is that you announced your retirement this year. Um, how, well, obviously retirement from the ring, because it's, it's like you're, you're starting another 90 miles per hour with the school and the girls. Yes, and I'm on to the next chapter now, to the next chapter. <laughs> yes, it's time for me to hang the boots up, Vicky. I mean, if I'm letting people persuade me to, you know, come on, you got, you know, just one more match, you know, on your jazz, I'll be resting till I'm 60. I just turned 48 in August. I'm like, my body's like, girl, you've done enough. That, that, that stuff. I, it's time to hang the boots up and pass on. It's time for me to pass on the knowledge, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, Jess, what's great about that is that you're able to leave on your own terms, your own conditions. And you, some people don't get that choice to retire. They don't exactly. have that opportunity. So for you to be able to, you know, say I'm retiring, but you have all these amazing projects to look forward to because you're going to pass on your knowledge and your expertise. That's incredible mm -hmm. what these women are going to be able to get from you. Yes, ma'am. And, and that's, that's, that's just what I, I, I've been waiting for this for the last probably 10, 15 years. And now the time has come, you know, it's like it's perfect time. And when the right place at the right time, women are making a mark you know in the game and and yeah. i'm still gonna be a part of it you know <laughs> i love that's it that's amazing that's amazing um so who are your idols yeah. you know before you got into wrestling were you a fan or how did that start yes growing up in memphis i watched memphis wrestling all the time which was jerry lawler bill dundee and you know, and Lawler had all the WWF guys pass through Memphis, you know, so I was seeing the WWF stars before I was able to watch WWF, you know, because we have cable. So it was amazing. 
but I also, you know, watching Jackie, Jacqueline. She was Miss Texas in Memphis, yeah. And that was a little, man, that was a little tough cookie too, you know? So growing up watching her and uh, she was most definitely one of my idols. She's kind of, she had a lot to do with me deciding to actually take this and try to make this a career. It was shocking, yes. That's, a, that's incredible. Um, what I wanted to ask you, Jazz, was that with you teaching these girls as they're coming into the industry, what are you teaching them today mm -hmm that you didn't have when you were growing, when you were growing into the industry yourself, you know, cause you must, I, mean, I know you have so much, so many lessons and advice and everything, but when you look at these women, you know, cause this industry can spit you out like in a heartbeat if, you, if you're lost, if you're not sure yes. who you are, yes. what is it that you're trying to, to show these girls or these women, you know, what they need to be in this industry because, you know, I'm sure you didn't have anyone, you know, when you started, I mean, cause you said you start off with the guys. No. So what's important yeah. to you when you have these women in front of you and they're, and they're looking to you for this training that they need to be in the wrestling industry? Well, for one, I'm brutally honest with them, you know, and I have to be, and just like you said, they will, you know, you're welcome today and they'll spit you out tomorrow, you know, and I, and I try to tell them to always be prepared no matter what, stay prepared. You know, your body gotta be right. I mean, you gotta be right from head to toe at all times because you never know who's watching you, especially now with all the streaming going on, you know, like everyone's streaming. So yeah. you never know what eyes are watching you. So always carry yourself as a professional and treat every match as if you're on WrestleMania. Go out there and give it your all. I don't give a damn if it's 10 people out there, 100 people. Or, or 5,000, treat it, treat it as if it's WrestleMania, you know, and, and carry yourself as a woman at all times. It, it's, it, you know, if you're gorgeous, you, you're gonna be gorgeous. You know, you don't have to go out there and flaunt in, in, in front of the boys and, and walk around in your skimpy costume because you, you feel you have to, to get attention, you know. No, carry yourself as a professional. Don't, don't put yourself out there as being thirsty for the boys. You're trying to make it in the business, so just be professional at all times. That's 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 really good advice. And did you enjoy being a baby or a heel? What was your most favorite site to be on? I'm a heel, Vicky. Bitches, <laughs> bitches live forever. <laughs> forever, like Carter B said, forever. <laughs> yes, I love it. Because, you know, as a heel in a match, dictate the pace. I mean, you're, you control pretty much everything about the match. So I love being a heel. You know, it, it doesn't hurt my feelings for a fan to yell something nasty and, you know, just it would hurt an average girl feelings by saying certain things. But I'm like, at the end of the day, they've already bought the ticket. They're in there. I'm getting paid. So yeah. I'm doing my job. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You know, you know, what's really interesting that coming from WWE and then working at the independents, you know, you, I talked to some of the wrestlers that are at the show and they're like, oh man, I'm so sorry. You know, we only have, you know, 50 people in the audience and I, you have to stop these kids and let them know that whether it's 20, 180,000 people, 
if you don't love your yeah. craft enough to enjoy whoever's yeah. in the crowd, then you need to rethink about being in this industry yeah. because, you know, exactly. I mean, coming from WWE and then going to independence, of course, you know, there was smaller audiences, but yeah, it's a big difference. Yeah, but you know, Eddie yeah. always, he always talked about, I don't care how many people have paid a ticket, they came to see me, and I'm going to give them 100%. Exactly. And you know, you exactly. have to, and I, I tell these kids, you know, don't look at the negative, you know, that's 50 people that are going to get to know you tonight. Exactly. And that's why I tell them, they're like, well, I'm going to do this shit show. I'm like, well, you know what? I'll do a shit show, and then they're going to remember jazz when they leave the shit show, you know? That <laughs> like, is so true. I'm going to go out there and shine bright little diamond. I don't, like you said, I don't give a damn if there's 10 people or 50 or 100. I'm going to go out there and shine. They're going to know my name at the end of the night. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be dreaming about you at 2 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, well, that, well, that's what I'm trying to tell these girls, you know? <laughs> I yeah. wasn't born jazz, you know, again. <laughs> I became jazz. <laughs> And this oh my is how God. you become the person yeah. that you're trying to become. Yes. Yeah. You know, and, and that's something interesting too, because, you know, I came in being Eddie's widow. And so I had, I, yes. I just, I told WWE, you know, I just want to be there for two months because I didn't want to insult a business that I love so much. And yeah. when I got in there and I started doing my thing and I started loving the promos <laughs> and loving how people hated yeah. me. Um, you know, you have you to became Vicky Carrero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and but you know, you you have to yeah. love it so much to believe it. I had to believe in myself because I had a lot of people yeah. that were naysayers. I mean, they were like, You don't need to be here, of you course. don't belong here. And I was just like, you know what? If God and you just got here, the job because of yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, and I, so, I totally get it, yeah. You have to love what you're doing to to be able to enjoy this mm -hmm. every night. You know, and I just, mm -hmm. I get tickled to death when people say, I never liked you. I'm like, good. And thank you for your money. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I did my job. Yeah. I did my job. Job well done. Thank you. <laughs> I have a lot of people telling me that, you know, I hated you, right? I hated you. I'm like, Thank you. I did my job. <laughs> you know, just I got to, paid for you to make you hate me. You know, your entrance music and your presence when you'd walk out from that, that behind the curtain and you just have such a magnificent um, character that when I saw you walk out, it was like, oh, hell, here we go. You know, I mean, I would get so excited. Yeah. I just I'm so excited. Like for you say, you have to believe. Yeah, like you said, you have to believe in your character. You have to believe, you know, you you become that person. You know, when you put on the costume and you the gorilla and that music hit, oh my god, that alter ego comes out, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's it's get like, to game fans. on, baby. Woo. I know. <laughs> let's go. Let's get to some fan questions. Yeah. I I had to narrow this down because right. we had about fifty questions come in for you, and. Uh, <laughs> Let me tell okay. you guys, everyone loves you so much. I mean, you have so much respect. Well, thank you. I love them. I so love them. let's yes. see. Jazzy Bella uh, writes you, hi, Jazz. I just wanted to say thank you so much for everything you have done. My question is, 
What's next in your career-wise? So I know you answered that a little bit, but what do you see for Jazz to establish with the school and teaching women? How do you want to be continuing your legacy? You know, like, and on a big, because you, you're going to be on a bigger stage just with your name now. <laughs> yes. Um, you know what? It, it's, to me, it's not even about, um, well, let me, let me take that back. Let me rephrase this. What I'm going to receive is the women coming to me saying they, they're learning and, and watch them grow and develop and to go out there and pursue the same career that I made such a magnificent living off of. So as long as they don't go out there and disrespect what I love, then, hey, life is great. <laughs> that's that's good. That's good. Okay, so Michael Weister wants to know if you didn't retire, what female wrestler would you love to face today? You know who I really, really I would come out retirement for this one. Charlotte Flair. <gasps> that would be incredible. Yeah she's a worker you know what I mean like she's a really a she's a worker and that's what I consider myself as and yeah I could most definitely see myself in Charlotte yeah going it down making, making major that'll be a major draw yeah and sure would and sure would yeah. <laughs> okay have you told her does she know that that you would pick her oh you know what I've never met her I've never met Charlotte never Oh my gosh. Wow. We'll have Never. to see how, what we can do for that. <laughs> yeah, seriously, yes. All right. So here's another one from Martin Dugan. He's actually in the UK. Uh, he says, thank that's you. That's my for boy right there. He's, uh, he's amazing. He's amazing. So yeah, thank that's you my for boy. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for having one of my absolute favorite wrestlers on your awesome show. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, I just wondered what Jazz likes to do when she has some me time. Do you listen to music? Do you catch up on your TV series, your films? What does Jazz do for her own personal time? You know what? I'm a TV fanatic. I can't even lie. I love <laughs> watching TV. I mean, you know, when the pandemic hit, I was like, yes, like I've been watching everything like netflix oh my god i love watching tv like i love it tv is my yeah i can watch tv before i even pick up my phone on social media like i really could what's your favorite tv <laughs> but my past time just i guess just in the house relaxing if i didn't have to do anything like that would be great but no I'm a wife, I'm a mom, and the girls, the house is always messy, and I'm always telling them, go clean the kitchen, go fold the clothes, help mommy out, please help me out. <laughs> so that's that's my me time, begging my kids to help me out. <laughs> I agree. I train them young. You got to train them young. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying, Vicky. I'm trying. But these kids, they don't make them like they used to. <laughs> no, no. Hey, what's your favorite TV series that you watch? What, what would be some of your favorite uh, TV series? Oh, my God. You know what? I love How to Get With Murder. 
I've watched Scandal probably four times. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I yes, like I love Nurse Jackie. Nurse Jackie was awesome, you know. So I mean, I have shows. Sometimes I go back and rewatch the whole series, you know, just just because. That's amazing. Yes. <laughs> okay, here's one. Here's one from Larry Francis. He says at WrestleMania a uh, twenty. 28, uh, when you're walking down the aisle in front of 68,000 plus fans, what's going through your mind? Girl, don't go out there and mess up. <laughs> Honestly, you know, like you really blocked that, you know, that's how I handled myself. I blocked all the, the 60,000 people out, you know, 80,000 like I'm focused and and going in there and it's game on and that's how I treat every match you know like you said when I come down there I'm coming down there for business so yeah I, I treat every match the same Monday Night Raw Mania you know like it's all the same to me you know that's funny you say that because I think what I did to help calm myself was not think I had to think about what I had to do for the match or the promo or whatever I had to do and then after I was done, then I would go back and look at the audience and kind of soak it in a little bit. Because if you kind of think about all the people in the arena, it can get overwhelming and you know overtake my emotions. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes <laughs> exactly. But you know, I feel like they prepare you for that. You know, yeah. it's like they give you enough practice where you you you'll be ready for mania. You yeah. know, it's like yeah. It's do or die, right? Advertising. We're gonna get it. We're gonna... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so here's one from uh, Jade Alvarez. He says, hello, my name is Jade from Texas. Woohoo! Um, here's my question yeah. to the legendary Jazz. Jazz, which WrestleMania match did you prefer and why? WrestleMania 18 with Lita and Trish or WrestleMania 19 with uh, Victoria and Trish? Duh, WrestleMania 19. I made the history that night. The African-American woman to walk out as a WWF Women's Champion and to walk back out as a champion and walk back as a champion. So that was my history, another history-making moment for me. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> oh, here's a great yes. one. That I, here's one that I love, Jazz. This is from John S. Um, he says... Would you take a job as a coach for the ladies at AEW? I would. I really would. Good to I know. I really would. Very good to know. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, all right. So here's here's our last one that we'll do. Um, let's see. The question I like to ask Jazz from JJ is, what is your favorite match you participated in of all time? And do you think she is the most imposing women's wrestler in WWE history. Well, I think you're the best woman wrestler in WWE history, but who, who, what was your favorite match that you'd have to like, just, you know, it comes to mind right away. Of course, again, uh, many in 19 and the, um, the night I actually in raw when I became the women's champion for the first time. So those two nights always going to stick out and be the most memorable moments of my entire career. 
wow. with WWE. That's amazing. Yes. Now, something that I, I wanted to bring it to everyone's attention, you you were you disagreed on how WWE underutilized you for for being a woman of color, and I've I've seen that um, discrimination being at WWE, and now things are changing a little bit, but. As far as, you know, describe what your experience was, because I think this is so important. I think this is great. This is just so exciting because what you're teaching the women is you're also teaching them have a voice when you are going to have your character, like fight for what you want. How, yeah. you know, what happened with WWE that you disagreed on and let's take it from there. Well, I mean, you know, just, <laughs> well, <laughs> Talking about WWE, I mean, you know, uh, that's a company there. You know, you 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 tend to sit back because you're so you're, you're so blessed and you're so thankful for the opportunity that they give that they're giving you. So you tend to sit that sit back and be quiet for for a little while, you know. But then once you see things just keep moving and moving and moving, and 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 you feel that you're being held back. You know, you, you get you get tired of being pushed back so far that you have to stand up for yourself. And, and like you say, I, I tell the girls this all the time. It's that, that's you out in that ring. That's you taking the bump. So you most definitely have to speak up for yourself. That's your body on the line every night. But, you know, the whole time I was there with WWE, they never gave me an action figure, although they flew me in. Um, in fact, flew me in early from home for me to do this, my screening. Like, oh, it's on high demand, blah, 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 whatever. But I don't know what happened. They never gave me an action figure. The whole time I was a champ and Stephanie McMahon told me herself that her and Trish, that no, that Trish and I at the time were probably the only two women making money for the company at, during those times. And I never had any merch, no T-shirt, no bandana, not a, not a, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. And I just, you know, and I, I just never understood that. You know, I'm the champion. I, I, they never put me on a poster. I don't think I was, I may not be the most gorgeous girl, but I don't, I damn sure wasn't the ugliest. You know, like I could have been on a poster. <laughs> Well, you know, but, and that, you know, I just feel like they didn't know how to market me. I don't, I don't know what it was. It's, it was nothing. It was nothing that I did wrong. I had heat with no one, I, you know. So I, I don't know what it was. It was just their way of doing things, and I just never understood it. Well, you know, it's something that I, I always uh, questioned. Is at WWE, you know, we went through all the Hall of Fames, and. I'm not. I'm not knocking anyone down. I love all the women have participated yeah. in the evolution of what we are today. But damn it, yeah. I would just always wait for your name to be announced, to be inducted. Like it I was know. such a such a damn disappointment because I'd be like, guys, y'all are missing <laughs> out on so many great women that need to be inducted, and it's. And, you know, for me, I just be like, I'm so sorry, Jazz, because I always just waited for your name to be announced every year. I know, Vicky. I mean, I, I don't even know what to say to that because I for sure don't have any answers. I, I don't know. 
And then, you know, they, they, they kind of said like, cause I was a part of the lawsuit that was going on. But my, my situation with that lawsuit had nothing to do with concussions. Mine was about <clears throat> just what we're talking about, about you not treating me right, not being treated fairly about me not ever having merch, not having, you know, some figure, you know, and it's just, you know, that's, that's the, if there is any, that's the heat right there. And, you know, and I still, and I'm still very thankful for the platform that they gave me to, to continue to make a name for myself, because if it wasn't for them, give me an opportunity, you would know who Jazz is. So I'm thankful for that, but oh my God, give me my flowers while I live, you know? That's right. Like, yeah, give I me agree. what I deserve. That's all I need, it's what I deserve. I'm not extra for extra. I just want what I deserve. And I, I, I agree with you on that so much. Um, Jazz, I am, I am just so, uh, I'm speechless and honored to have you on my show. And anything that you need for your school, which is the dog pound, please, let me know. I mean, I would love to just go. Don't worry. You're going to get tired of me. Oh, no. I. This is what my show is about, is empowering these awesome women that are doing their thing. And I love that I have that platform to bring it to all my followers and to my fans. And um, I, I just want to wish you so much love and success in your career. I, I am Thank just... I'm like a little girl in a candy store because I have you on my show and I just, uh, I, and know I feel Eddie, the same way about you, Vicki. I love you. Well, I thank you. And I know Eddie is smiling because he knew how much I just loved watching you work whenever we'd watch, you know, wrestling and, and just, uh, being around. Yes, yes. He loved you and just had so much respect for you. And, um, I'm here for you, please. And anything? I listen, listen to this story. I, I know you don't remember this, but every time I think of you, I always think of the moment. Um, and I, I think it was WrestleMania 20, I believe, in New York. That was 20 when we were out shopping. And I recall bumping into you and Eddie at a, in a store shopping. Like, that moment just always comes to my mind. Every time I think of you, I'm like, damn, when we bumped into her and Eddie in the, in the store shopping. And was, everybody was out doing her own thing. Yeah. I remember that moment and we talked yeah. for a split little second or two and yeah. say hello and you know, so yes, I, 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 just, I love I, you girl. I remember that because I told Eddie, I said, oh my God, I get to meet Jazz. And he's like, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. But please. But you know, that's how we were with Eddie. You know, we see oh. Eddie, we're like, we're bowing down, you know. Oh no! But you know, anything you need from me, you know, I, I'm in Houston. I'm a drive over. I I'd be happy to go film anything you guys want for my podcast to advertise for y'all. You have a show. Send me video clips. I'll put that on my social media. I am rooting for you guys. I'm okay. so proud of you and Rodney of what y'all are doing. And I can't wait to see the walls that you're going to break down in this industry. I'll break the walls down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Vicki. Hey, and the, the, you done told me to reach out to you. So don't Please be surprised, do. girl, when I start hitting you up. You have my email. I would love you have to have you come and talk. I would love to have you to come in and talk with the girls. I would be so I really blessed. Would. I would be blessed to oh, do wow. that. Oh wow, thank you. 
Yeah. So thank um, you. Thank you so much. Yeah. God bless you. Thank you for being on my show. I'm just tickled to death and I love you to pieces. Love you too, babe. Most All definitely. Right. Thank you. Send my Power love to the women. Back. Yeah. I sure will, Vicky. You All take right. care, okay? Thank you, Jazz. Be looking for me to reach out. All right. Love you. I'm waiting. Love you too. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right, guys, another episode in the vault for the Excuse Me podcast. Thank you so much to Jazz. I am looking forward to the one day when WWE can get off their butts and put Jazz into the Hall of Fame, which she richly deserves. And I just want to say thank you to all my fans from Italy to London to Mexico to Australia. All of you have been so incredible and in following my podcast and downloading, commenting, subscribing. I feel your love, guys, and I just I just want to say thank you. And I'll say thank you 10 more times because without all of you, I am not able to work on season two of the Excuse Me podcast. Also, if you would like to comment, subscribe, uh, give me a request, give me your feedback, please write me at the Excuse Me uh, podcast. Uh, which is excuse me vicky at outlook.com i read these emails i'll answer you and i appreciate all the time that all of you take to connecting with me all right guys until next week we will have another incredible episode and everyone god bless take care and be kind to one another excuse me